everybody. Welcome back to the pod. Glad you can join me. Excuse me for my indoor voice, but it is currently just after 12.30 a.m. here on the East Coast. And uh, I just wanted to record a quick pod because it was a big night in New York sports. Um, I'm surprised I haven't, I'm surprised I have, it's, it's taken 52 podcasts for me to have one solely about at least one of my favorite teams. I'm pretty shocked I've gone this long without recording an episode solely about the Knicks, Yankees, Giants, and Rangers, but that's why I'm here tonight. Um, one, one game result made me very happy, and one game result made me disappointed, and uh, that's not the first time that has happened to that team. So let's get, let's get the bat out of the way. Let's, let's just get that out of the way. So the Yankees got completely outplayed and dominated 8-2 to two by the clearly better and more competent Rays, even though they're 6-8. and eight. They're, just, they're clearly better than the Yankees right now. The Yankees had one hit through six innings, allowed Michael Waka, who, Michael Waka, who was not very good last season, to go six scoreless innings with nine strikeouts. It's been the same old, same old so far. Now, I know it's only 13 games, but really nothing seems different. Garrett Cole seems to be the only one stepping up and actually consistently producing. Um, the Yankees are still relying too much on the long ball for offensive production. When they put the ball over the fence, great. They win games, usually. And when they're not putting the ball over the fence, you get games like these. And the Yankees, I feel like after every game, Aaron Boone's like, yeah, yeah, we're, it, it, it was some, it's something along the lines of, yeah, we're, we're better than them. We just have to shore up a few things. If you're better than them, then show me. Show me you are better than them. And the Yankees are not showing anybody that they're better than the Rays. That they're even better than the Red Sox. That they're even better than really anyone in their division right now. And that includes the freaking Orioles. It's really, it's, it's really, it's really unbelievable. They, they act like, they walk the walk like they've talked the talk. But they very rarely talk the talk. And so it's just annoying to see every game just them coming out flat. And looking overrated. Defense, three errors today. Like, geez Louise, Jay Bruce is one for 19. Aaron Hicks is hitting 167. So, it, it's, it's been the same old, same old so far for the Yankees. Again, they've had bad starts in the past, and they've, they've clearly rebounded. They've caught their stride at some point, but stuff, something needs to change. I, I really don't know what. Um, I was reading the New York Post the other day, and think uh, Kevin Davidoff, one of the beat writers for the Post, suggested a Glaber Torres for Trevor Story trade, just straight up. And um, I can't say I'd be mad at that. I really do think Trevor Story is he's definitely better at defense than Torres, especially at shortstop. Um, I think they're pretty even in terms of hitting. So, um, yeah, I, I can't say I would be mad if that actually happened. Now, I don't think they're going to do that. Torres is still very young and uh, still having a learning curve at shortstop, which is very understandable. 
Um, I think not re-signing Didi Gregorius really hurt the Yankees because he brought he really brought veteran leadership. He brought a lefty bat, like a very consistent lefty bat into the lineup, and he was an awesome defender. And um, that I, I think that is really coming back to bite the Yankees at the moment. But um, I, I'm I'm really just hoping more guys can consistently step up, just more consistent hitting. Like, I know LeMay, he was going to, he was 0 for 4 tonight. I know he's going to be better than that. I know Urshela, even though he was the one guy that got a hit, I know he can be better than that. I know Gary Sanchez can get high from time to time. I know that's going to kick in. And then Rudinette Odor, I've, I've liked him so far. He really made a name for himself when he got the, got the go-ahead hit against the Rays. So I like that. And then, obviously, stand and judge or stand and judge. Now, whether that means the bad side of them, which is they're always injured and always strike out, um, but there's obviously the side of them where they're mashing, and they're a pitcher's nightmare. And um, I'm I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I like to see the bright side. There's still more games left in the series to to catch our stride and to regain momentum. But so far, I've I've really I've I've been really disappointed. I've been really disappointed, and obviously when you have high expectations, you're more likely to be disappointed than to be satisfied, but um, I, I haven't liked what I've seen so far, and, and something needs to happen. I don't, I don't know whether it be a, a lineup change or, or some kind of trade or, or I, really, I, I really don't know. That's Aaron Boone's job, so hopefully there will be better days than this. Um, if nothing changes, then we're going to get more games like this than games where the Yankees actually look competent and win. So um I just I just hope I just hope we can rebound and I, I certainly think we can. Okay. Moving to the brighter side. We go from the Bronx to technically Dallas, where the Knicks earned a well deserved 117 109 victory over the Dallas Mavericks that saw Julius Randle Score 44 points on 16 for 29 shooting. Holy crap, that is high volume. And 6 for 11 from 3. God, he ugh. he takes some really dumb shots. Like, there were a couple of really dumb shots in this game. But, my God, the improvement is insane. And the work he has put in over the offseason is, is really paying off. Like they were talking about all throughout the broadcast tonight, Mark Jones and Richard Jefferson, how he was he would just work so hard. He's running on treadmills with forty five pound plates and, and going to middle school gyms in in opposing team cities just to get work in. And and him going to Tyler Ralph in, in Dallas and just three workouts a day. It's it's really paying off. When when you're constantly getting the ball and your teammates are clearing out for you and they're confident in your ability to just go get a bucket, you know you're doing something right. And Julius Randle, while he does take the dump shot from time to time, he is really the engine that runs the Nick offense. And he's been awesome to watch. And uh, R.J. Barrett dropped 24 tonight. His shooting is getting better, and that is really all I can ask for because really last season it looked like he needed to go to a shooting camp or get a shooting coach or, or something. But 
He's had a, he had a rough past couple of games, but before that he was shooting great. And tonight he shot 50% from the from the field and 50% from three. And <laughs> that's really all I could ask for. If and I really think RJ RJ Barrett's really coming along. That that's that's really awesome. Nerlens Noel, my God, that block on I think it was Finney Smith. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. And that play really that was the Knicks. That play. Tough defense. Really gonna smack you in the mouth and then the whole bench coming over to, to gas up Nerlens Noel. Just that camaraderie I think has been it really not talked about part of the Knicks like I, I could really go on and on about how valuable Theo Pinson has been like literally after every made shot he is standing up off the bench clapping cheering on the Knicks and while he may not get any playing time whatsoever he is so integral to keeping that t that team's chemistry high and so he has been extremely valuable and then Derek Rose what an addition I love seeing him just he just attacks like there's like this sense of like oh yeah like once he attacks like you know he's either probably going to get a foul or he's at least going to get a good look at the basket because he's the the ACL tear really hasn't inhibited his ability to just be smart around the basket and bump into guys in a way where he can get a shot off even against a guy like a seven foot three Kristaps Porzingis so a lot of his 15 14 was 15 points tonight. Um, excuse me. He hit one three. So, hold on. Let me do some quick math. Okay, that's 12 points. Um, a lot of them were on nice driving layups. And same with Barrett. I love Barrett had a play where he just, like, leaned into Perzingis and, and got a bucket. That's, that's really his game, and I really like that. And then just in terms of the team, the team defense, I mean, the, the Thibodeau effect was, was on full display tonight. I mean, guys like the recoveries on rotations and getting their hands up and deflecting passes and closing out, like, so hard. Like, I love it. I love it so much. It's not like, it, it's not like they, they haven't cared about defense in the past. It's just that they've turned it up to 100. Like, those guys are hustling. Like, I can't imagine, I mean, obviously practices, I can't imagine those practices are like, Pat Riley's like where you're just killing yourself I mean maybe considering who Tom Thibodeau is but those practices must go hard considering how much the Knicks hustle on defense it, it's it's really it's really awesome and I love seeing it on um, one other notes oh god uh Alfred Payton god I wish he had a three-point shot because that he he is a very crafty driver and slasher and attacker he's very crafty loves to work once he gets to the rim doing those little circles and just finding a little niche to get a shot off. love that but god if he can only shoot the three that would help so much um that that's why thinking back on it i would have really liked to get lonzo ball at the trade led deadline for the knicks but um he's going to be a free agent this year so maybe they can snag him and i think that would be really nice um what are the notes that i have um i don't know why quickly only got six minutes I don't really know what's going on there. Maybe it's something I'm missing. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, just awesome win by the Knicks. I am so happy 
that their so first of all, this is their first five game winning streak since I was in elementary school. Yeah, fourth grade, I believe. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm just soaking it in right now. Julius Randle, Richard Jefferson was talking about on the broadcast how all NBA is in consideration. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. I really don't. Um, I haven't I haven't made my official list to see how crazy exactly that is, but I'm sure he will garner consideration, and I really believe he deserves most improved. Like last year, he was bad. This year is very far from bad, so I, I definitely think he should win most improved. And um, Reggie Bullock, even though he was only two for six, he is providing a nice shooting spark because the Knicks, other than Alec, well, Alec Burks didn't play, but him and Bullock are really the only, like, if they get it on the wing, they're pulling a three. I'm like, oh, that's cash. Actually, psych quickly. Quickly's like that, too. Um, and even Randall, like, it doesn't look like it. And yeah, I was allu- I was alluding to earlier like the stupid shots that just would kind of clank off the backboard those those step back mid rangers, but it doesn't look like it. But Randall's putting the ball in the hoop from long range, and I think the no, not I think I literally watched the the ringer did a fantastic piece on how Julius Randall has improved this season, especially his shooting. So go check that out on the Ringer's YouTube channel if you. Um, if you don't know who they are, so please go check that out. Um, so yeah, the defense was great. The offense looked a little stagnant at times, but they caught their stride, and I'm really, really happy that I can say the Knicks are squarely in the playoff hunt. Not only in the playoff hunt, like one through ten, they have a good shot of avoiding the playing game. I was looking at the standings right now. They're sixth in the East. They're a half game back of Atlanta and Boston for the four and five. Miami is the seven seed at the moment. They're a game and a half back in the Knicks for the six seed. So as long as the Knicks keep chugging along, um, and the Heat, right now they're in a, the midst of some ridiculous stretch, as in like they're playing, I think, something like eight games in 13 days, which is ridiculous. That, that that's absurd. That's not that's not good. Um, there there's no way they're getting out of that completely unscathed. They just lost to the Timberwolves, so there you go. Um, but yeah, the Knicks have a really good shot at, at avoiding the plan. But honestly, just being in the playoffs would make me happy. And I know some people are gonna be like, oh, "Why are you so happy about them just making the playoffs?" Because they haven't made it since I was in third grade. All right, this franchise has been incompetent for most of my life and most of my father's life as well even during the the riley van gundy era even during the 90s it, mo- just most of the time they've been a a laughing stock of the nba and it would just good be good to see playoff basketball in new york even if it means limited fans because when the knicks are good new york gets behind them so i'm just elated that the Knicks are firmly in the playoff discussion. They deserve to be. Their defensive ratings, their defensive statistics have been amazing so far this year. And uh, yeah, I, I even though I may not sound like it right now because it's almost one o'clock in the morning, but I am, I am beyond excited. 
I am so happy that the Knicks are competent. I am so happy that I can, I'm currently sporting my New York Knicks hoodie. I'm so happy I can call this my victory hoodie. I can, I'm so happy I can say the Knicks have won five in a row. I'm so happy I can say the Knicks are squarely in the playoff race. So yeah, the Knicks are, it's, it's good vibes in the Big Apple. So yeah, that is all I have for right now. Um, by the time you hear this, maybe the Yankees will turn around and maybe the Knicks will continue to do better. Maybe they'll do worse. Maybe the, Knicks, the Yankees will continue to fall flat. Who knows? But uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Make sure to go check out the black and white dot dot net. Excuse me, not dot com dot net for some awesome stories going up by some awesome writers. And make sure to check out the rutabaga.net for some high quality satire via Walt Whitman High School. As for the podcast schedule, I plan to do some more NFL draft stuff later this week. And um, yeah, I really want to go hard in the NFL draft because it is T minus. 12 days so yeah exciting um everybody make sure you're washing still washing your hands maintaining social distancing keep wearing your mask in public get vaccinated got my first shot last sunday plan to get mine a couple weeks from now so i'm very excited everybody um stay safe have a good day evening or night whenever you're listening to this and take care.